Today on Unleashedcast, I talk to Casey Prosser. Now, we talk about the digital skills gap quite a lot, and it's easy to theorize and talk about what could happen, what should happen, but it's always great to know what is happening. Casey used to be a barista, and now he's a coder. So I talked to him about his experience going through the 1010 Tech Academy, a company that specializes in putting people in jobs with the tech skills that companies actually need. It's really great to hear what it's like on the ground, his experiences, changing careers, especially when he thought that people like him weren't able to do this. It turns out they were, and many other people can too. It's a great and inspiring story. I really enjoyed chatting to Casey, and I hope you enjoy our conversation too. Tell me a bit about yourself and, and your involvement with the 1010 Tech Academy. Sure, happy to. Not so sure I can talk to young people and the digital skills gap, because uh, my story is, uh, as you mentioned, it's a bit of a later life pivot. So I came across the 1010 Academy at a point in life where I really wanted to make a big change. Um, so to give you a bit of background on myself, uh, I had, before entering the, the tech world, I had been working in hospitality. I was actually working for one of the, the big coffee chains uh, for about 10 years, um, about as far as you can get from the tech world, I think, as it's possible to get. Um, and I'd had, you know, no formal training, no applicable qualifications. Uh, and yeah, I, I I didn't love the career I was in. You know, I had good friends and it was, uh, uh, it was rewarding in ways, but uh, I was working for somewhere that didn't, I don't think, suited my natural aptitudes very well. Um, I worked hard at it. I hope I did it well, but... Uh, I wanted to do something that was a better fit for my natural talents. Um, and uh, to give you an idea of how far from the tech world I was, the, the 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 shop I was working in for a long time, the only piece of technology in there was a fax machine. Even well into the 2010s, uh, head office was cascading things out by fax. But then somewhere high up in this big corporation, it was decided that no, we needed to embrace the digital future. And they started developing a lot of apps, um, a lot of different programs that were going to improve the ways of working for their stuff. Um, and as part of that, I, being one of the more experienced managers of one of the stores, was uh, brought in to do what, what I, you know, now I know it's OAT at the time. I didn't know quite what I was being asked to do, but um, it was, uh, yeah, no, sorry, UAT. But it was, you know, had this program had been developed and it was, cascading it out some level of training and some level of feedback about how it worked in terms of when it actually went into practice and where improvements could be made in terms of once it's on the ground and i just really love that process um i liked thinking through the system i liked thinking how it applied to our ways of working and where there could be improvements made and so i hadn't really had an uh an idea of the tech world before that especially like the testing i didn't know that was in the whole industry you know i didn't know that could be a career so this is where I started researching it and uh, immediately was feeling a little disheartened. Um, I think this, I'm probably not too unique in someone who's working in the hospitality industry, maybe not where they want to be long-term, but doesn't have any idea how to get out of that. Um, I know I felt trapped, I think, you know, anecdotally from others around me. Yeah, that's, that's a common feeling. There's definitely a, a strong view that if you don't have the right degree, if you weren't learning, you know, coding from a reasonable age, this isn't the right 
industry for you, um, which hopefully will change going forwards. But I was Googling, like, how, how can I do it? And I'm too old for academy, uh, for uh, apprenticeships. The idea of, you know, trying to do a three-year degree at that point, I was, what, early 30s? In 30s I was, there wasn't what I wanted to be doing. But then, yeah, I came across the, the 1010 Academy. Yeah, and uh, it turned out to be the right opportunity for me. And so how can academies uh, like this help close the digital skills gap? And what else do you think organisations can do to kind of move this forward? Because the digital skills gap is something that I've heard about ever since I've been involved with learning and development, you know. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of talk about the digital skills gap. Um, I think it's a real problem. Um, and I think especially as um, technology changes the ways we work, it becomes an ever-increasing problem, especially for people who, you know, didn't have that background, didn't go into it at a younger age, maybe didn't learn. Um, so, you know, people older like me or people from a different background who didn't take that educational path for it. But um, for me, it really worked out that, uh, so I was lucky to, so it kind of a little bit uh who you know thing for me here. I was very lucky in that I knew someone who knew uh, Jenny Bryant, who's uh, I think currently her title is um, Director of Academy Operations. But at the time she was at Academy Recruitment and I was able to talk through with her. And it wasn't, so this is what I think I would really like it to be able to take from my story. It wasn't that it was a who you know in terms of like, I got someone and they got me in it was knowing someone who could get me to talk to someone in the industry to help me understand that there are skills that I had that I could bring. So it was um, it was on my side was the block, and not on the uh, in, in my case. Ten Ten were you know happy to take applications from non graduates, which I didn't think people would be willing to do. But if I hadn't talked to someone who was involved in industry recruitment at the time, I wouldn't have known that there were things I could bring and that my aspirations to join the technologists uh, weren't <laughs> kind of foolish. So I think academies are great because they aren't apprenticeships, they aren't degrees, they aren't um, these paths that other people don't feel open to. So they can take people who don't have that background um, and help them have that step into this world, but they also can highlight that it's not just necessarily those, you know, the coding skills, you know, the hard science kind of background skills. There's a lot that people need to bring into this industry. I think there's more and more focus on soft skills and communication within roles in uh, software development. And academy can really academies and programs like that um, can really help find the individuals that have those innate talents and then upskill them to bring them in to the industry. Yeah, definitely. You talked about coding skills and soft skills. So from in your experience, what do you think are the most useful digital skills that organizations would need going forward? I think the last couple of years has been a lot of talk about um, projects and, and um, companies being held up by the lack of, you know, senior technologists. Um, and I think that's that, that, that tide has kind of shifted now. And people are looking more uh, people with a, a wider range of skills. Um, in my experience, the in the in the projects I've been on, the disciplines seem to be blurring a little bit. And I think that 
people need to be one with the, the fast pace of change in the industry ready to learn continuously but in terms of the skills that people need it is a mix of those those soft skills and the technology skills so i think an understanding of coding but mixed in with great communication is key to people doing well going forwards i know that on the projects that i've worked on recently they have been held up at times by needing more coders you know just straight up devs but um you know, there's also been roles like BAs um, are key to every project now in terms of you know translating those business requirements into clear um, needs for the for the project. And I think, in my experience, yeah, that's that's a key role. Okay, final question. Uh, we talk a lot about generative AI now and ChatGPT. Obviously, that's the kind of the one that most people know. We published a lot of pieces about its possible impact on HR that kind of thing. But I'd quite like to hear it from your perspective. Do you think it's going to change slash replace a lot of the digital skills that you've learned or not? And how do you think learners can stay on top of a very fast changing technology? So uh, just a caveat, I've, you know, I've only uh, looked a little bit at generative AI, uh, not really brought into my working with practice at all. But it's really interesting, isn't it? It's definitely what everyone's talking about. I think there's there's a fair amount of fear mongering around it that is a little bit, I wouldn't say responsible. It's it's engaging. That's what you know. People are you know scrolling, doing stream scrolling, and they're looking at well, I'm worrying, which is completely understandable. I personally take quite a, I don't know if I'll say optimistic, non pessimistic view of it. Um, I think it is definitely transformative. Um, I think it it looks like it's shaping up to be the biggest change since we all got smartphones in our pockets. Uh, it's going to be really interesting times. Uh, for me, when people say, oh, is it going to replace all of the, digit, the the skills I've learned? I only learned them in the last five years. I mean, I think that's what I was talking about when I say about be prepared to learn continuously. Um, I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to learn what these tools can do for us. Um, I think that they are going to really change the way people work. Um, I think they already are. Um, and there are people who, you know, are coding right now. And a lot of that will, the way they approach that could change, you know, um, which I think is, a, I think it's a really great thing, actually. I mean, the number of projects I've been on where ambition to scale back and the MVP products rescoped because we're constrained in the amount we can dev and deliver. The fact that we're now going to have these technologies that make that quicker, I think that's going to lead to a, a boom in the ability to deliver great product in the digital sector. And I think I see a lot, a lot, of, a lot of analogies to the automation of uh, assembly lines, things like that, you know, um, this automation idea. And that didn't lead to, you know, it, le it led to less people banging on metal, or, but it didn't lead to massive unemployment. And I think that's the doom that some people have with these technologies. But I think it's just going to change the way that we work and in the same way that automation lines make cars accessible everyone i hope it leads to a lot more accessibility in terms of of technology and uh digital products and it will i think lead to fewer people needing to have the code knowledge but in the same way that you can't use a spell checker without knowing the language that you're spell checking you can't just trust the, the these algorithms 
there's still going to be people who need to completely understand all of the things that te those technologies are are ingesting to be able to provide answers. It'll be a it'll be a tool. It'll be one that will make hopefully uh, digital projects faster and more efficient. Um, but it's not going to completely replace any particular role. Good to hear. Thanks for the perspective. I, I uh, appreciate it greatly because um, we tend, tend to take quite a pragmatic slash positive view um, on each of these things. But there is, as you say, a lot of kind of mm. doom scrolling, fear mongering out there about what's going to happen. Um, but it's good to hear it from someone who's kind of right in the thick of kind of using these um, platforms, digital skills, coding, etc. So yeah, Casey, thanks so much for your time. Uh, best of luck with everything uh, related to 1010 Academy in your career and I really appreciate your time with Unleashcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Appreciate it.